What's going on, everybody? It is episode 16 of Ron and Nick's Rundown, and ladies and gentlemen, it is our NBA preview show. That's right. The NBA season is upon us, and yes, exactly, we are definitely excited, including my guest. Nick is here with me as well. Nick, how ready are you for the NBA season? Um, I need to come on now. All right. My next guest from Chris Inspires You. He's been on the show with us a couple of times, and he's as pumped as anyone, especially with the LeBron James season beginning Thursday night. But he's definitely ready for for the season to start. Chris, how are you? LeBron, Lakers, need I say more? (laughs) (laughs) And the first second guest is definitely someone who's been here before uh, when the LeBron James story broke. Antonio Faison, how's it going? How pumped are you for that base season? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I I'm telling you, I'm definitely excited for it myself, but let's just get right into it. First of all, uh of course I I was hoping our topic would we'd start off with LeBron James, but Jimmy Butler has been pretty much taking over so much of this chaos in Minnesota, we gotta have to start the show with this, uh with Jimmy Butler. Obviously, uh, those of you who don't know about it, first of all, Jimmy Butler did turn down, like months ago, turn out a four-year, $110 million extension, pretty much saying that he didn't want to play with Carl Anthony Towns or Andrew Wiggins much longer. And then, months, then several weeks later, he goes, he talks with Tom Thibodeau and demands a trade, and he wants to be traded. Similar as that. He made it point blank he wanted to be traded. So then, obviously, trade talks came and gone. I think uh, Glenn Taylor, Glenn Taylor, the owner, definitely wanted this trade to happen. He wants this trade to be done. But Tom Thibodeau and Scott Layden, especially Tom Thibodeau, is pretty much, in my opinion anyway, too stubborn. And they want this to work for at least one more season. And he, for some reason, wants Jimmy Butler to stick around. So then a practice happened. <laughs> a practice happened. Yes, Jimmy Butler came in late. Sold himself in with third stringers against the starters. And just start trash talking on the court. Like nobody saw this coming, not even the front office. <laughs> he trash talk directly towards Carly Towns and Andrew Wiggins for sure. He posted up Carly Towns. <laughs> Said he couldn't guard him. He called him soft, called both him and Andrew Wiggins soft at one time. And there were so many other words. I'm trying to I am trying to be careful here. I don't want to cuss. <laughs> but that's exactly what's like but a bunch of chaos happened. And then Jimmy Butler soon then goes on with Rachel Nichols following this practice <laughs> and started trash talk. So Minnesota's problem is winning. They don't know how to win. And and so the forth and so forth. And then now, Wednesday, this Wednesday, Jimmy Butler is gonna be making is gonna be playing with the T Wolves on Wednesday night. <laughs> on Wednesday night against the Spurs. In my opinion, the, the T-Wolves front office, they've seen this coming. This is nothing but a, a, a circus that they've created. Not Jimmy Butler, because they knew this was coming. Tom Thibodeau knows this is going to be nothing but chaos throughout the season, as long as Jimmy Butler is in that uniform. Nick, I'll start with you. What exactly should, uh, what do you th- what do you think of this whole situation? Uh, well, that Jimmy Smoke, man. That Jimmy Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be must-see TV, uh, you know. 
I can't wait to watch the Spurs in the same team rules. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, like you said, the front office knew that they had to uh, make a move, but Tom Thibodeau doesn't want to make the move. Right. And so he's trying to um, hold on, you know, <laughs> to Jimmy. Um, and I, I, I think Tim likes that stuff. I, I think he likes the kind of um, competition and, <laughs> and back and forth. You know, to get people, you know, engaged and, and get, getting the best out of them. I think he likes it, but yeah, it's not it's not good for the long run with the team. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I mean, I understand. I mean, I wouldn't trade him either if, you know, you could give me peanuts. I mean, even though they <laughs> created, you know, the owner kind of messed it up with him coming out saying train up on Monday, and it ain't <laughs> happened yet, you know. It's just like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're allowed to stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Um, they messed up his trade value so you know if <clears throat> you traded him to the, the Miami Heat and he's trying to give you Deion Waiters uh, a la let's say Tyler Johnson I'm like man get that trash up here we <laughs> 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 jobs Richardson in the third team or something <laughs> I, I suffer before I, you know do that but yeah, man I mean I have more to I'll let everybody else get, get you know get they been on it or what they thought it was but you know I'm, I'm liking all the Jimmy smoke well, <laughs> and Nick what did Pat Riley call uh, Tom Thibodeau doing the Trey Sox you don't think that's you don't <laughs> necessarily yeah <laughs> can I say it can I say it can I say it you can you, 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 you don't have to say that you don't have to say that you don't have to say that you and I failed to mention that team meeting that he decided to hold and say, "Look here, this is my team. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm with y'all, and this is my team for at least for this one more season." And I did, I, and obviously, Carl Anthony Towns signed him a nice little 190 million dollar extension for five years. So, Chris, yeah. what do you say? What's your take on all this Jimmy Butler chaos? Man, listen. Okay, so first of all, you know, I, I love I somewhat agree with what Nick said and somewhat disagree. I think because the, the report that he offered is that for Jimmy Butler included Josh Richardson. And so my yeah. thinking was if the Heat were going to give you Josh Josh Richardson and a, I think it was a second round pick in 2020 or a late first round pick, whatever that was, you've got to take that deal if you're Minnesota because, A, Jimmy Butler is walking after the season. You know, I mean, nothing can happen. Between now and then, that's going to keep Jimmy Butler in Minnesota, you know, beyond this season. Nothing. There's nothing. I mean, I don't care if they traded Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns. That ain't happening, for one. But the second thing is, it's just, it's, you know, Jimmy Butler is gone. So you have to get, even if it's the peanuts, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think that Josh Richardson and, you know, a late first-round pick is peanuts, per se. It's mm. not full Jimmy Butler value, for sure. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get full value for him. Like you said, Nick, the part that I agree with is that the Timberwolves, I mean, hell, this organization, I mean, you see how they did Kevin Love and, and, and how they've done some other players in the past. Like, they don't know how to handle their business mm-hmm. um, uh, appropriately or keep things behind closed doors, so to speak. You know, and, and so, like, letting all that stuff leak out and then letting, and then having your owner come out and, like, trade them on Monday and do all this other stuff. Like, what? Like, yo, like, you're not getting anything of value for Jimmy Butler at this point. If I'm a team, I ain't trading nothing for Jimmy Butler. I'll give you a third-round pick, and the NBA don't even have third-round picks. 
you know, but I, I think Jimmy Butler in Minnesota is going to cause so much. Uh, it's, it's like the watchability level. <laughs> like you have to watch the Timberwolves, even if you don't like the Timberwolves. You're saying when when they play Wednesday against San Antonio, like you you'll miss another game that you want to see just to see what happens with Jimmy Butler on the court. They call Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. I can't wait. Until Jimmy Butler throws the first chest pass to Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, he might throw it through. <laughs> you know, but uh, Jimmy Butler just has to be traded. The thing that I've, you know, that, that I've been saying you know, for the last couple of weeks with regard to Jimmy Butler, he's a really good player, but he's not a great player. And I think he's acting as if he's on the LeBron, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis sort of level. He's not that kind of player. You know, and I, I get it. He's calling Cat soft. He's calling Andrew Wiggins soft. And, mm-hmm. yeah, Cat regressed last year. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but, I mean, if regressing is 21 and 12, you know, and then the year before that, he was dropping 25 and 12. I'm like, well, you know, that that's not bad or whatever. Maybe Cat needs this, this fire lit under him. But, you know, the elephant in the room is, is this. And I think Jimmy Butler said as much. The best player on the Minnesota Timberwolves is actually Carl Anthony Downs, you know? Mm-hmm. And the, the most talented player, the, the, the player that has the most gifts athletically is Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. You know, but Andrew Wiggins is not living up to his potential. No. And Carl Anthony Towns just, you know, it's just, again, his motor isn't what it needs to be. So on one hand, I understand what Jimmy Butler is, is what I think he's trying to do. On the other hand, Man, it's going to cause them young players, you know, it, it, it's, it's going to cause them distractions or whatever. And if the Minnesota Timberwolves don't get that out of their locker room, you're going to start seeing Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins act like petulant child, you know, like petulant children. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, they, if, if, if the organization is letting people get away with that, just imagine what them young players are going to do, man. And so maybe the Timberwolves need to go get another veteran that's another voice in that locker room that Jimmy Butler respects and, mm-hmm. and then see how that goes. Mm-hmm. But to, to, to make this long answer short, you've got to trade Jimmy Butler now. You can't mm-hmm. let this linger. Right. Exactly. I don't know exactly why. Like I said, this is going to be all on the front office when things continue to blow up. Antonio, I'll let you go ahead and... uh. Speak right now. What What do you think, Jim Butler? Yeah, yeah, but pretty much everything has been addressed. But I mean, from my perspective, I, I want to say that I align more so with Jimmy. Um, you know, he's been trying to get out of Minnesota for a while now. Mm-hmm. As for many trades, however, uh, his is just under the impression that he can sway. He can. He can. You know, persuade Jimmy to stay. And. Jimmy's on record saying, I know Tiz right now, he's happy about the outburst. He's happy, he's in there smiling ear to ear. He thinks, he, you know, I'm bashing everything is fine. But that's, that's not the case. Jimmy passed out like months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this all goes back, in my opinion, goes back to um, coach, coaches serving as uh, president of basketball operations. I feel yeah. like those should be two clearly defined roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that to serve his boat is just not beneficial. It's very toxic for an organization. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to move in a progressive uh, fashion as long as he's still going to go it's, yeah, I think it's going to be insane. They they, they got to clean this up. They got to clean this up soon. 
I'm amazed they're gonna. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, that's that smoke. That smoke is gonna turn to fire. Well, it's already is lots of fire, but it's gonna. It's already turned to fire. Yeah, it's like I said, it's fire. That's what I just said. I just said. I just said. That's you would of course you would <laughs> if anybody I mean, it's, it's an, man listen man like i said as good as jimmy butler is it's an embarrassment to that organization man like think about it like when, when you're trying to lure other free agents there For the short term, for the short short term, but yes, I agree. <laughs> well, short term, short term. It was very short. I wasn't. It, I said. Oh, yeah, very short. I was saying. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but man, let's go ahead and move on to another topic. Uh, it's gonna be Anthony Davis, of of course, obviously this year. MVP candidate. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this. Yep, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Chris on this one. Then we'll go with Antonio. Then we'll go with Nick. And let's talk about it too about about uh, Anthony Davis for a second. Now, obviously, things are not pretty much not what Anthony Davis. Well, let's start. Well, let's start with this. He signed with the uh, Clutch Sports and Rich Paul. That was one power move. LeBron. <laughs> one power move. One power move already. Then obviously during this off season. They didn't get Ray John Rondo back, and I know DeMarcus Cousins had his Achilles injury, but they, both of them go, both of them were let go, pretty much, they didn't sign him back, and the Pelicans got absolutely nothing, other than Julius Randle, obviously they signed him, but obviously, but this team, right now, the future of this team is not looking very good, and I, and obviously, Anthony Davis, pretty much, it, it looks like, it definitely feels like he's ready to move on, that's for sure. He is definitely ready to go, and I think by the trade deadline, if things aren't getting any better by the Pel- with the Pelicans by the trade deadline, I could definitely expect a tra- I definitely expect a trade. Now, there's two teams, obviously, the Lakers, of course, and you know LeBron James, and then there's another one who has another team that's definitely in the mix with a great advantage, and that's the Celtics, especially with four first round draft picks for 2000, yep. 2019 NBA draft, and there's a couple of players you could trade as well. So, Chris, I'll let you start with this one. What do you see the future with Andy Davis? Uh, not in New Orleans, for one. Yeah. <laughs> and then, again, I've been saying this for a couple of years as well. But, okay, so he signs with Clutch Sports. We, are, we already know what the deal with that is, right? You know what I mean? with Rich Homie Paul. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and then the whole LeBron James squad or whatever. And so everyone is sort of thinking that he's angling to become a Los Angeles Laker, mm-hmm. right? 
And, you know, here are a couple of things. I'm, I'm going to put a third in there or whatever, which is going to surprise you. Um, you have the Lakers with LeBron. It's in an aging LeBron. LeBron's still in his prime, but a LeBron that in, in two years it looks like. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and, you know, the, the, I think I want to add pieces because, you know, they are the Lakers and they have LeBron and they got Matthew Johnson in the front office now. And believe it or not, you know, Kobe's influence have, you know, will, will help them in the future as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the Boston Celtics, of course, with the treasure trove of draft picks. I mean, my God, they have draft picks for the next 50 years. Yeah. You know, I mean, how many first-round picks did they have? Yeah. You know, and so you have the Boston Celtics and their ability to, to put together a trade package that's centered around uh, draft picks or – as I mentioned to you earlier, and we can talk about this later, you know, and I know this is going to surprise some of you, they could put a package together that starts with, listen to me, that starts with Kyrie Irving, you know, and and, and you, you package Kyrie Irving uh, and Al Horford, you know, and, you know, one or two of those first-round picks, and you go get Ant Davis, and then you extend Terry Rozier, who comes cheaper than Kyrie, who comes with – with uh, you know the the no, he doesn't come with the history of the knee injury that Kyrie Irving has, and you know he he's a better defender. If he's not a better player than Kyrie Irving, he's a better defender. But then you have an opportunity to put the ball in Jason Tatum's hands as well. Whatever and you allow Jason Tatum to blossom into the star that we all think he's going to become, and so that's one that's that's one way to look at it for the Celtics. Whatever if they want to. Yeah, to kind of put those pieces together. Um, the third team and the secret team that no one is talking about, and Nick, you'll like this, I think that Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis might be plotting to go to New York together. You know, no one's talking about it, and it's flying under the radar, and there's been a lot of rumors, oh, Katie, definitely not going to L.A., he's not going to stay in Golden State. Well, you start looking across the map, like, what are the reasonable places that Katie can go? He's not going to D.C. He's already made it clear he's not going home. He's not going to Miami. You know, he's not going to Chicago. There's another large market out there. You know, and it's New York, and it just happens to be the largest market or one of the largest markets in, in, in professional sports. And they already have a buddy superstar in, in uh, uh Porzingis, you know, and then you, you get Kevin Durant there. And let's just say Anthony Davis says, you know what, I do want to come to uh, to New York, you know, with, with Kevin Durant or whatever. You, if you're Anthony Davis, if, you know, for the next five years, for the next seven years, who do you want to play with? Kevin Durant or LeBron James? I think about it like that. Or Kevin Durant. LeBron James or Kyrie Irving or Jason Tatum, like it's a, he has options, but I just think that that option to go to New York and play with Kevin Durant is there, and no one's talking about it. Mm. But mm-hmm. Anthony Davis will not be in the Pelicans uniform after yeah after this season. I think that something happens between now. And July of 2019, where Anthony Davis is in a different uniform, and if not in a Boston uniform, I think it's New York. I think L.A. falls third on that list. I think it's Boston, New York, L.A. Mm. in that order. Mm. Nick, I'll let you respond in a second. That, they tell you I'm gonna let you go ahead and respond to that. What you think? Uh, yeah, no, really. I mean, the New York angle was one that I had thought about, but it makes a lot of sense. However. I still sort of put that destination as third. My 
honestly do still think that the Lakers, that's just, that's just the number one destination. I think LeBron and Kobe and Magic and everyone else in Lakers Nation, they're going to figure a way to make that happen. And that's honestly what I believe. But if something happens with AD's ego, I don't know if you guys saw, but he had an interview with Rachel shortly after that uh, Jimmy Butler interview. Oh, yeah. Um, whereas he was just saying that he felt as if he was the most dominant. He felt as if he was oh, the yeah. best player in the mm-hmm. NBA. Oh, yeah. We so know that that. Said, if, if he goes start to come to play, I can sort of see him not wanting to play with LeBron. And right. For, for that being the case, he may not want to go play with KD either, which mm. makes Boston seem like the primary sort of destination, preferred destination he is. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it's interesting. I agree with Chris. Um, I definitely don't see him being in New Orleans, uh, especially once they got rid of Rondo and, like, you know, they were starting to make strides in a positive direction, but once they kind of busted it up, realistically, New Orleans is just taking up space again. Like, yeah. They're not doing anything. They got worse. Um, they probably <laughs> won't make the playoffs. I, I don't know what they're doing. Like, they didn't win that. Realistically. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. They don't, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> if Repeat that player one more time, Nick. Repeat that player one more time. In the microphone.
with Ron right. Rose around. But, you know, like I said, I, I obviously think the Pelicans are going to have to take what they can get, and that best deal will probably come from the Celtics. Um, I don't I, I know that the Celtics have the Kings pick, right? Yes. They do have the Sacramento pick. Yes. So let's just say the Kings, you know, are terrible again. You know, I'm not saying they're going to probably. Well, <laughs> that's probably. <laughs> Before I do, y'all, I'm trying to hold my tongue and not shout any profanity while I'm watching the Packers and the Point Niners as we okay. speak. <laughs> Our defense is the defense is trash. Defense is trash. That's the that's why. Aaron Rodgers is hurt, man. Yeah, no, no, that's not new to offense. We do have receivers out too, but we, okay, we got we got we got to stay the NBA. We got to stay. <laughs> we got to stay the NBA. I'm sorry, y'all. All right, so let's talk about Kevin Durant for a second. Obviously, uh, we don't know exactly what will happen with Kevin Durant after this season. It, this could be the end 
of the uh, Warriors Championship era, with Kevin Durant at least. Uh, and obviously this is going to be the last year with the Warriors at the Oracle as well. So here's a couple of reports. There's one report that is pretty much saying that Durant is going to join LeBron. And he's emphatic. There was a report, that, I, and he's very emphatic that this is going to happen. And obviously there was another report in Yahoo. Who's saying this? And the guy's name is, uh, hold on. Chris Boussard. No, it ain't Chris Boussard. <laughs> Dear God, if it was Chris, if it was Chris Broussard, I would not have even mentioned that at all. Oh my God, I'm not a, I'm not a Chris Broussard guy. I'm sorry. Guy's name is wait a minute. I know I have it, but anyway, is let's see, Scoop B, Scoop Jackson, I believe. Is that? Oh, Scoop Jackson said this. No, 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 not the Scoop. Let's see. No, Brandon Robinson. I'm sorry, Brandon Robinson is his name. He calls himself Scoop B. He does he has a show with Scoop B Radio. He has a He's a writer from Basketball Society. He was seen on CNN, MSNBC, CBS, this AM, and ESPN, and TV. So he has a good amount of a uh, good amount of uh, credibility. Now this is just him. Now I'm not saying everybody else, but that's just him reporting that this will happen. It will happen next year. And that's just him. So that's just from one. That's just from one. We don't know. Like I said, it's all speculation still from this point at this moment. And obviously, other reports that we we've mentioned already about the Knicks that could possibly happen as well. But far as the Warriors, Warriors this year could head to their fifth straight, pretty much the fifth straight finals, I believe. Yes, fifth straight finals this year, which is insane. And, and win the third straight. Make, yeah. Make <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, what do we think about Kevin Durant's future, and what do you think about the Warriors going forward and in, uh, this year? Uh, who do I, let's see. I know Antonio. I'm gonna start with you this time. What do you think about that? One? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I honestly do think that this is KD's last year in Golden State. Mm-hmm. Um, however, popular belief is that he's gonna play with LeBron. I don't think he's going to play with LeBron. Nope. Um, <laughs> I think he's going to New York. I, I think he's going to New York all along. But mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, uh, he says that he doesn't care about public perception and. All this and that, but he literally responds to every sort of critic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really irking him right now. So he's going to go ahead and get his last championship, and then he's out of the door. He's going to either New Orleans, I mean, not New Orleans, he's going to New York or, or Brooklyn or wherever. He, he's getting out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, honestly, I don't really know what else to say about it because, I mean, uh, uh, people saying he's going to go play with LeBron down in L.A., but he, there's no incentive. There's no incentive right. for him to go play with LeBron at this point. Right. It's going to be tied with LeBron as far as rings. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> like, why would you go? I mean, like, yeah, yeah. That's all I have for now. Maybe, maybe I can uh, take something from y'all Tuesday. <laughs> Nick, I'll let you go ahead. What do you think about KD? Woo! I agree with Antonio. I think this is the last hurrah, the last foot. Oh, you know, <laughs> a lot of people going in separate ways. Mm. Uh, going to state, I'll start with KD. Mm. Uh, I mean, going to LA would be the easy move. I mean, and I think he, I'm not saying it's easy, you know, winning a championship, but, you know, that'd be like, you know, and it, it really wouldn't give him credit because they're still not trying to give him credit to go to state, but it really, oh, he had to go with LeBron, blah, blah, blah. So I agree he'd go to New York, but do you know mm. how much shit talking? I'm gonna do. <laughs> 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 we can't even come to New York. Y'all thought I was standing 
ready for the mouth. Cause it's been a, I've been holding it back for a long time cause we ain't got that to talk about. <laughs> Somebody just said you the bottles. Yeah. Wait, hold on, Nick. Are you on speaker? No. Okay, just want to make sure. I just uh, it's probably you yelling like crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm yelling. <laughs> <laughs> we come, we fell on hard times, you know. Anytime I could find my hat, like, like I went down to New York, they say, you know what? I meant to say just about. I meant to say Weatherspoon. That's what I meant to say. That's the balls. Yeah, Clarence Weatherspoon. Clarence Things comes back from injury. And then you know, what people are not talking about 
Jensen is um, uh, is Fizdale being there. Mm-hmm. And no one's talking about the coach. Right. And, and this guy's clearly a player coach. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and he's, you know, and, and everyone knows that. And so it's like, you know what, you want to play with Fizz, man. You, know, you get to play with Fizz. You know, you get to play with Kristoff. And we might be getting AD or and we might be getting Kyrie. Like, all of these different things, man. And, mm-hmm. you know, to be honest, man, you know, the, the Warriors will, and for as long as they exist, as long as Steph Curry's on that team, the Warriors will never be Kevin Durant's team. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if he wins finals MVP seven straight times. That mm-hmm. team will always and forever be Steph Curry's team. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I think Kevin Durant knows that. And, mm-hmm. like, the Golden State franchise, like, that that fan base, man, they are infatuated with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. And yes. so, you know, Durant, they, they love him because he's on the squad, right? But yeah. he, he definitely isn't as embraced as, you know, uh, Steph and, and Clay. And part of that, you know, it's just, I mean, it's almost like, you know, raising kids. Like, the, the Golden State fan base saw Steph and Clay grow up. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin Durant is like the stepchild that just kind of got married into the family. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and so, like, he's not going to get the same kind of love as those other guys. And he sees that. So he's going to go ahead and get that, you know, that, that third chip this year. You know and bounce, man. And I, I, it will be so fascinating to see Kevin Durant go to New York and resurrect the Knicks. I hate the Knicks. You know but, <laughs> you know, to see the Knicks, the Celtics and the Sixers and, and perhaps even the Bucks like fight for positioning in the East will be fascinating. It, you know, it'll be so top heavy, you know, out East and out West or whatever. I mean, and it'll be on some level unpredictable because if Kevin Durant leaves and goes to New York, what does that mean for the title odds of the Golden State Warriors? What does that mean for the title eyes of the Los Angeles Lakers and the Houston Rockets and, and those teams out west who've just been waiting for the Golden State Warriors to break up? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so again, I think what the, the Warriors need to do this season is they need to be in the ear of Clay Thompson every day. We love you, Clay. We want you, Clay. Man, what you need from us, Clay? Anything we can do for you, Clay? And make sure you do everything in your power. To keep Clay Thompson in Golden State, as long as Clay and Steph and Draymond are on that squad, that team is going to compete for championships. Now, will they have enough? I don't know. Is that, mm. But they had enough before Kevin Durant. Mm. But, um, <laughs> but another thing to watch out for: we're talking about Kevin Durant again. Let me let me kind of throw this out there as well, since we already talked about Anthony Davis. Watch out for Golden State. Watch out for Golden State dangling. Yeah, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green for Anthony Davis. You know, or something along those lines or whatever. I can, I can smell something like that happening. Ew. <laughs> you know, although if I'm going to State, I, I, if I'm going to State, man, I, you gotta, you gotta keep Clay. Like you know, even mm-hmm. if, even if that means you know not getting Anthony Davis, like Clay Thompson just. He, he's so underrated as a basketball player, you know, yeah. as a human. He's so low maintenance. Like, how many NBA players have you ever seen like Clay Thompson? Like, the dude literally never says a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you never hear anything out of the locker room about him crying for the ball and getting his shots and all of that sort of thing. He just yeah. goes out there and plays hard all the time. Yep. And he takes 11 dribbles and scores 60 points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Exactly. The best three D player I've ever seen, to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's no one like him, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember Mark Jackson said this a couple of years ago. Oh, this is the best backcourt I ever seen. Best shooting backcourt I ever seen. We all laughed. 
<laughs> all right. I'm going to move to this next topic. And, Chris, I'm going to start with you because you, of all people, are pumped up for this. Year one of LeBron in L.A. Tell me how you see this playing out. Hey, man, I see, and I've said this before, LeBron winning MVP. You know what I'm saying? Not, not necessarily because he's going to be the quote-unquote best player in the league, per se. But when you look at the situation in L.A., they won 35 games last year. They're a team that's on the up and up, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so even, like, let's just say LeBron didn't sign with the Lakers this offseason. They were still going to win, like, 40, 42 games next year. LeBron instantly catapults them into a playoff team, which they weren't last year. They're mm-hmm. probably going to win 50 games, and he's probably going to elevate the games of those young guys, uh, mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram most notably, mm-hmm. um, and, and perhaps even, you know, uh, uh, Lonzo or whatever. But I think the two young guys that are going to benefit most from uh, from LeBron's arrival will be Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. Kyle Kuzma's going to be consistent or whatever, but I think Josh Hart, before the end of the season, is going to be the starting two guard. Um, and again, he's going to elevate all of those guys around him. He'll win the MVP. I see the Lakers getting to the second round of the playoffs. They're just not ready. They're not ready for that next step, but LeBron is a huge step in the right direction. And I'm, you know, as, as, as much hate as I spewed in, Durant, in LeBron's direction over the years, man, this is. This is an exciting time to be a Lakers fan. I mean, I wish we could have gotten him four years ago where he still had, you know, a lot of gas. And then right now, I think, you know, you got – I think you'll have two elite-level, LeBron-like elite-level years in him, and then you'll start to see the gradual decline. I mean, there's no way humanly possible that LeBron can stay at this level forever. I mean, at Mm. some point, it's going to end. Mm. Um, But while he's here, man, we, you know – Look at that dude, and, and 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 you know, go out there and, and try to win the best that we can, and and, and hopefully, you know, Brandon makes you know a considerable leap. And it's it's the preseason is is an indication of his growth, man. Watch out. Yeah. You know, like he is balled out in the preseason, and he's and he's stronger, uh, he's quicker. You know, and and defensively, man, the dude. I mean, he's a, he's a daggone fighter on the court. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so yeah, I, I the Lakers. Um, I, I see them going 51 to 31, being maybe a four or five seed out west, um, stealing a first round series, mm-hmm. uh, and, and getting knocked out in the second round by Houston or Golden State. Mm. All right, Antonio, who, what do you see the Lakers uh, the year one with LeBron? Man, to be honest with you, I want to mirror uh, a, a lot of what Chris just said. Yeah, I think it's. It won't go for that LeBron wins MVP. And I don't see how he doesn't win this year. Mm. Um, so LeBron MVP, Lakers 50-plus wins, 50-plus wins this year, for sure. Mm. Um, however, uh, a, a bit of a, a, a tangent from what Chris said, I think that the Lakers have a chance at the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I say this because... Until Chris Paul doesn't get hurt in the playoffs, I don't believe Houston has what it takes. Because if Chris Paul isn't there, they are not going to fall apart. Mm. James Harden cannot be the leader of a, of a championship team. Mm. Chris Paul be there. I agree. He mm. has to be there. He has to be healthy. Mm. So with that being said, I see Lakers making it and losing to, to the Warriors, obviously. Mm. Um, in addition to that, I agree in that um, B.I., Kuz, Hart, Lonzo, I think all of those guys take reach 
this year. And next year, I actually see Brandon Ingram being an all-star. Mm. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else, what else? But yeah, overall, um, the Lakers with LeBron and, and Rondo, geez, man, I, I, it's going to be exciting basketball to see. Yeah, like, those are two of the highest basketball I can MVP. This will be his fifth MVP. His fifth MVP this year. Four-time MVP. This will be his fifth MVP this year. Nick, what did you think of? Uh, what do you think of LeBron year one? King Michael Jordan. Yeah, 
did in his locker room. He certainly did his locker room. Right? Oh, it turned into a little tower, uh, uh, towel, uh, tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was rolling. I was rolling. this one here um give me all right here we go uh, nick i'm gonna start with you give me your top eight teams in the east in order this year yes <laughs> top eight and i'm the eighth and i want to know and i want to know and i want to know who the eighth seed the eight, and I want to know who the eighth seed, and I want to who and I'm, I'm i'm more intrigued to who you guys think will be the eighth seed in each that's pretty much why so nick okay. give me your top eight it no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Alright, hold on. Let me think, let me think, let me think. Okay, far as the show. How far let's go our industry and a injury and number one. Then I'm gonna put Philly. Mm -hmm. Um hmm. I don't know. Well, I was out huh? Don't forget Toronto. Yeah, yeah, Ka Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, yeah, Kawhi Leonard, yeah. Is your mouth up to the phone at all? Yeah. Okay, just want to make sure. <laughs> okay, so Toronto's number three. Somebody in the Southeast Division's got to make it, right? <laughs> Don't get uh, Washington. 
Okay. Okay, the Wizards, the Wizards. Okay, so I knew the Wizards the six and uh Wait. the Cowboys the seven. Okay. Nick, who's your last team? the Pistons yet. You haven't mentioned uh I know you said you're not gonna pick the heat. <laughs> I mean I don't care who 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 uh who's that uh Dwayne Casey, right? Yeah, well let's see the Pistons, the Pistons, right? the Pistons yes. Yeah, okay. I, the Pistons are making the playoffs. I give it to the Pistons. I mean I just don't like the Reggie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was, I was gonna go ahead. Yeah, Chris, you go ahead. Give me your top eight needs. Yeah, my my Eastern Conference picks are in this order, uh, barring any significant injury. I think you have Boston and Philly, who are clear, probably the one and two are there. The Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks at number three or whatever. You know, Giannis has been getting better and better and better. But I swear, if he gets a half of a jump shot, he's going to be the best player in the NBA. Mm. Like he's going to be better than LeBron, KD, AD, all of them, man. Like seriously. I'm trying to move it along. <laughs> I'm trying to move it along. But uh, wait, let's see. Uh, so, uh, so that's that's a good. So you did wait. Who did you did you have the Cavs? I'm trying to remember. Did you have the Cavs? No, I don't have the wow. Cavs in the playoffs this year because I don't think Kevin Love is going to be on the court enough. Mm. Mm. I think Kevin Love is going to get back to being somewhat of the Minnesota Kevin Love. I think we're going to see games where he's dropping thirty and twenty and thirty and fifteen or whatever. He's probably going to end up averaging somewhere between 22 and 25 a game and 10, 12 rebounds. But I think with his injury history and the fact that they're going to have to go through him, 
uh, offensively, he's the number one option again. I just don't see him playing, you know. Hey, 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 Tristan Thompson, I said the East Coast of them. He's about to be an unknown again. Yeah, <laughs> he, he only knew him because he played with LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And then, whatever happened to Boogie Gibson? He's Chloe retired. Chloe Kardashian retired. Right. All right, Antonio. Oh, no. What's your, who's your uh, top 80s? Is, uh, it's actually way different from, from all of you. Um, but obviously, I have Boston number one. I think that's the, that's the top pick. Just, I mean, look at their deck. It, it's for sure. Boston would be number one. Number mm. two, I have Toronto. Mm. <clears throat> so I think that if this is Kawhi that we know and love that, that shows up this year, Toronto, they, I mean, they've been able to get there with DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. That's true. They didn't. They didn't lose anybody, and they gained Danny Green and uh, and Kawhi. So yeah, I see them at number two. I just think they're they're going to be the best defensive team in the in the East outside of Boston, obviously. But with that defense, and then they're going to have you know they're going to have um, some offense generated by those young guys, Siakam and all those young guys. So I think they'll be fun. I have number three. I have Philly. Uh, mm-hmm. I just hope they have enough depth. Mm. Um, I mean, I think the starting lineup is cool. I, I really like Dario Saric and obviously Embiid and, and Simmons. And, uh, the waiting game on uh, folks. If folks has a good year, they could be right there neck and neck with Boston. Mm. If he has a terrible year, I mean, three is the absolute best they're going to be. It mm. didn't get any better. So mm-hmm. it's a wait and see to see how Markel does. Mm. Uh, number four, I'm banking on Dwight having a good year. Yes. But I can't do so much. 
Yes. So let's let it be known right now. Nobody likes Reggie Jackson. <laughs> nobody's going. Nobody's confident in Reggie Jackson. That's the lesson we've learned. Not yeah, just kidding. We're, we're no fans of Reggie <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so let's go to let's go to this next one real quickly uh, and read them off quickly. The top eight in the West. Nick. I, 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 I take that back. I ain't gonna do the level five. I do the level five. Mm-hmm. Level four, 
Nuggets. The what? Wait, wait, wait. You're picking the Nuggets at number four? Number four. Oh, my. Oh. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Billy Donaldson's a good coach. Nah. Mm. And that 
that may be what's holding them back. Mm. Woo. There go my eight. All right. Uh, Chris, you're eight. Yeah, uh, this is pretty easy for me. <clears throat> I think Golden State and, and Houston are one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think I actually think the Rockets are going to be the first seed or whatever, and, and it'll be it'll be the same thing that as it was last year. It'll just be because the Golden State Warriors are bored during the regular season, mm. you know. And, and again, I mean, I saw that when the Lakers were winning in the 2000s or whatever. They just got bored. They knew they were they were the best team in the league or whatever. And so I think yeah, Houston won, Golden State two. I think you have Utah at three. I think Donovan Mitchell became such a star during last season's playoffs. I mean, I was so shocked. I, I thought I was looking at a young Dwayne Wade mm-hmm. uh, with Dr. Mitchell playing last year. So Utah at three. Mm-hmm. I see the Lakers at four. I think the Lakers are going to surprise people. I don't see them as a 6-7 seed like you said, Nick. I just don't see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I see them at four. Uh, OKC at five. I, I, mm-hmm. Okay, so OKC didn't necessarily get better per se, but remember they are adding Andre Robertson back, you know, to that lineup. And listen, we know his limitations. He can't shoot, you know, he can't <laughs> do a lot of different things, right? He, he's a corner three guy. He's a, he's a three and D guy. Whatever. He's a he's a great on ball defender. So which is what OKC lacked last year with Carmelo Anthony. And that's not what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen Adams is underrated. Uh, but the problem is is Russell Westbrook, and again, I think this will work for them in the regular season. But Russell Westbrook is a major problem, and mm. and you like like you said, Paul George took the easy route. He was like, you know, let me go ahead and sign up here because I know that Russell Westbrook is a lightning lightning rod in OKC, you know. And I think Paul George also looked, you know, at all of LeBron's teams, no matter who's playing with LeBron James, no matter what LeBron James does on the basketball court, if the if LeBron's teams lose. You're always looking at the supporting cast and blaming them. Kevin Love got blamed for every damn thing in Cleveland last year. And I'm like, yo, this dude is turning down 2010 games in the finals. Like, why are you blaming him for everything? Like, he was literally, like, you know, cranking them out, man. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, that he's getting scrutinized that bad. And I think Paul George ain't want that. You know, he mm-hmm. didn't want that. Right. Um, uh, the sixth seed is Denver. Um, I'm really, I'm really intrigued with what the the gonna do. I think they've been building this for a couple of years, and you know, Joker man, now he's a bona fide superstar. Like, yeah. I mean, people still don't realize how good he is. Antonio, I know you do. You know, and 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 you know, Nick and Ron, I know you guys talk about Joker as well. But I think the league in general, they're like, oh yeah, he's a great player, but I don't think they realize just how great this dude is as a five. Like. I mean, <laughs> right. Like, if he was playing in a system like Golden State, which really opened up his ability even more, we'd be looking at him as one of the top three or four players in the league, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he, he's just that good. But, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering what Jamal Murray and the other cats don't give him this year or whatever. But, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have uh, I have the, the Nuggets at six. I have the Blazers at seven. And I sort of reluctantly put the Blazers at seven, and I had sort of put them there because there really ain't nobody else to put there. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, and I just think that, and I felt this way for a couple of years. Like either CJ McCollum or Damian Lillard have to trade it. I like them both, mm. but they're sort of redundant. Like mm. you, you don't need two small guys in the backcourt because they can't guard anybody, you know, and teams just take advantage of them. So you, you got to trade one or the other, man. Mm. Um, and I, I think 
you know, in my opinion, the Lakers' target should be C.J. McCollum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody's talking about Clay Thompson, but go out there and get C.J. McCollum. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's a shooter. Put him out there with LeBron and all other young guys and see what happens to him. So, now I see the Blazers at seven, and I see them flaming out in the first round again. Uh, and they're not making much noise at all. Mm. Um, and at eight, I see San Antonio. There's no mm. way with Greg Popovich as that head coach that they're going to ever miss a playoff ever in, in, in his lifetime. Yes. I mean, Greg Popovich is going to die, you know what I'm <laughs> saying, and, and he's going to be coaching the bird from his grave, and that's still going to make the playoffs. <laughs> you know, like, they, they, I just can't ever imagine San Antonio. I mean, how many times in our lifetime has San Antonio been the playoffs? At least an hour of those. Never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what makes you think that's going to happen now? Right. You know, like, yeah, I mean, they, they added, they lost Kawhi, you know what I'm saying? But they added an all-star. Right. They added DeMar DeRozan. You right. know, it's not like they just kind of lost Kawhi. And, I mean, first, we don't know what Kawhi's going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a wild card. What if he lost a step or two? Mm. So, you know, he can say he might be DeMar DeRozan at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know that for sure. So, yeah, it's, uh... You know, again, Rockets, Warriors, Jazz, Lakers, Thunder, Nuggets, Blazers, and Spurs, in that order. Mm. That's a nice list, man. Yeah. It's almost like that's my list, which it is. And so <laughs> I have Golden State being number one. Ben Houston, Jimmy Top. Got to like the Ben Ford, however, um, I can see them. So I can see the Lakers going as high as three, as low as six. Mm. That's the range for the Lakers. Mm. But mm. Uh, as it stands right now, I have Lakers at four. I have OKC at five. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Denver at six. Now, uh, similar situation. I have Denver and OKC with the potential to flip flop. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw a report saying that Robertson is not clear to go at the start of the season. So yeah. we'll see. Because that's a uh, vital part to this team, as you can see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously, uh, Westbrook had a surgery in all season as well. So yep. he's not ready either, right? Yeah, it looks like yeah. he he may yeah. not be able he may not be ready by tomorrow's game against the Warriors. He, no, he, he won't be ready. It's yeah. okay, Paul George is getting what he asked for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a lot there's a lot going on in OKC, man. So I, I can see OKC and Denver being flopped. Five or six, you know, either way. And mm-hmm. at seven, I have Portland. Um, mm-hmm. now realistically, seven, eight for me. I wanted to put Portland in here just because Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum mm-hmm. are just that nice offensively. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can litter their clutch. They can hit any shot they knew on the court pretty much. And I mm-hmm. just I, I can't overlook that, so I got them at seven. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, if they play Golden State, Houston, or Utah, they're out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so at number eight, I have San Antonio as well. Much as much similar to what Chris was saying, I just don't see Bob just not making it. Right. He got DeRozan, and he has something to work with. He also got that young center from uh, from uh, Toronto Portal, right? He got uh, Yaku Portal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think he's going to work some, some magic with Portal, man. I mm. really do. I think he's going to work some magic. And, uh, I think he'll be good enough to get eight seed. Now, my sleeper, I do have a sleeper. Mm-hmm. Don't think I'm crazy, but I really like Dallas' odds next year. Mm. Man, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know about Dallas. As you know, no, for real, like, mm-hmm. I seriously was sitting here thinking the same damn thing. I was like, you know what, the Mavericks might be nice. Yeah. Like, yeah I, I like them. Yeah. Yeah. They got Doncic. 
I guess that injury was kind of sort of uh, may have been a, a, no, a reason. No, injury. You know, right? I think, he signed a one-year five million dollar I, I know. I understand. But yeah, but it's not a risk. I mean, yeah, you like, hey, I mean, DeAndre Jordan. What I'd rather see. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'd rather have DeAndre Jordan than because I think that they play a factor, in my opinion. I think they wanted DeAndre Jordan, uh, obviously for a while, and I definitely think. I, I just me personally, I think they wanted. Um, they definitely wanted Jordan more than Cousins. Just, that's just me. I don't know. I think the injury kind of played a played a role, in my opinion. And I know that the amount of money was it was definitely a little risk, but that's that's just me. Hello, anybody there? <laughs> yeah. I yeah, just, no, it's just me. Pondering on like that that ridiculousness. You just <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I don't think Cuban wanted to take that risk. I mean, I I think that like I said, everybody. He wasn't just the only one. I mean, everybody else that wanted DeMarcus Cousins, I'm sure, had a issue, had that issue with Achilles as well. He was the only one. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not talking about the Mavericks wanting DeMarcus Cousins. I'm talking about the Blazers. Oh, the Blazers. Oh. Yeah, I the mean, Blazers was... was stupid to not, you know, offer him uh, a contract. I mean, again, like I said, he signed a one-year $5.5 million deal with Golden yeah. State. You sure. mean to tell me that the Portland Trail Blazers, who needed uh, a local's presence, who needed some star power? If they, who needs to like really show Dane Lillard that they care about winning? You mean to tell me they they didn't have the money to sign Demarcus Cousins? Man, please! And Demarcus Cousins, we know he's not gonna be ready until like January, right? Yeah. Um, but we know that Portland is one of those middling teams, and you know they're probably gonna make the playoffs. Maybe you know, saying if they get the playoffs and they get a healthy Demarcus Cousins to go with. DJ and Dame in the playoffs, you think they wouldn't make noise? Yeah, I, I mean, they would have. I'm just saying, I just, that's just me. I just think their concern was the injury. I think everybody in the, in the NBA, except for Golden State, definitely was concerned about that injury. with a Big with with an injury like that. I think that's really what what it boiled down to. I don't think it had anything to do with maybe we should get, I think that injury was the one that did it. But other than that. Yeah, well, sign them to a one-year deal with injury protections in the contract. Yeah, they could have. You know, you can you can you can design a contract with injury protections, and again, it's a one year risk. Like mm-hmm. I mean, it's coming off your books after that season. Yep, most definitely. I mean, I think I mean it could have worked. I think it could have worked, but I like I said, I think it's, I personally think that everybody was just nervous about that injury. That's just me. I think that's what happened. Other than Golden State, I think everybody was just in, it was just definitely nervous. About that Achilles injury, that with a, a big with that kind of injury, I think people were just—I mean, like I said, obviously five million is cheap, but still, I think everyone was just concerned about it. Other than Golden State, pretty much, you can blame everybody else why he's with Golden State right now. To be quite honest, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah mean, everything you, in the league is at fault. 
Yep, they're, they're all at fault. That, absolutely. <laughs> but real quickly, I'm going to say this about the uh, awards. We're going to do it quickly. I'm going to do it this way. Uh, and I'll start with Nick. Nick, give me your MVP, Rookie of the Year, and Coach of the Year. And I'll go Ooh, around the room. MVP, LeBron James. LeBron James. Rookie of the Year, Kevin Knox. <laughs> okay. Um, there. I yeah. Like yeah. Kevin Knox is good though. Kevin Knox. Oh, or, or, or Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Uh, Dwayne Casey yeah. got that coach of the year. Yeah, so yeah. He was fired. So yeah, <laughs> I think got to be Brad Stevens because I mean it, he was due last year, but you know of course they look into it. They, everybody wrote him off when you know Gordon Haywood and Kyrie went. I'm like, oh, they ain't gonna get past you know Philly. And then they're like, wait a minute, wait, wait, a minute. what? They get past the Bucks. Wait, wait, what the hell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, Brad, Stevens, Brad Stevens is the next pop. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, absolutely. True. Chris, who you got? Your MVP, your Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year? Ah, uh, clear, man. I think it's going to be unanimous. We LeBron's winning MVP. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, rookie of the Year is Luca from Dallas. I think that's going to be pretty apparent very quickly as well. Although I like Kevin Knox's game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, Luca's going to have more opportunity to to display that skill set. Uh, and change that culture in, in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And uh, coach of the year, I'm, I'm gonna you know go against the grain here. Although I, I, mean, I love Brad Stevens. If I was a player, I'd love to play for Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. But I think your coach of the year is actually gonna be Quinn Snyder from Utah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, you know and then you know, and, and my my other dark horse for coach of the year, Mike Malone in in Denver. I think mm-hmm. one of those two guys have a great shot to win coach of the year. Yep. Most definitely. Most definitely. Antonio, who you got? MVP, uh, rookie of the year, and coach of the year? Uh, okay. I'll go with coach of the year. I got Brad Stevens, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel as if, I mean, there's no confidence. I really don't think that uh, there's a better coach out there at this point. I've got uh, opposition, as we said earlier. And I think that he's going to figure out a, a unique way to make these minutes work. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> so I hate that, but yeah, I, I think it's too 
think you'll get that for sure. Mm-hmm. Rookie of the year is a little interesting to me. Um, there's actually a lot of good rookies this year. This is one of the best drafts that I've seen in a while. Yeah. Um, I think that it's going to be a toss-up between Luca and DeAndre Ayton. From what I've seen, I think Ayton is going to be a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Phoenix is going to be very good. So right. I guess it all depends on if, if him and Booker can shift it out of the way to make the work. Now, I know they got Ryan Anderson and, and Trevor Reeves and a few other veterans over there, so maybe they can like, at least get on the TV for a few games and we can see Ayton. Obama's gonna be better than people think this year. Honestly, I think he, I, I actually think he's gonna put up some good, some pretty good numbers. I mean, it's the magic; they're not gonna like do much, but I think he'll be an exciting player at least to watch. But I mean, not apparently not as much, but I think he'll be all right in my opinion. Um, for my MVP, um, I'm gonna just go and say it. I'm gonna jump on this ba- this MVP MVP bandwagon now. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Giannis. I'm gonna go with Giannis. I'm gonna go with Giannis. I, I, I think it. I think it. You know, he finished sixth last year. MVP voting. He's gonna. He's gonna go way up this year. In that, I mean, if he's not first, I think he'll finish top three in MVP oh, yeah. this year. I mean, I think. I just. I think it's Giannis's time to win the MVP. And plus, uh, I think the offense that Mike Bolenhauser is gonna run this year. I think it's gonna be a little better for him. And plus, in the Eastern Conference, I think he can. Put, he can definitely do damage. I can definitely see him in the top three in scoring. At least top three. In my opinion, I think he will definitely do his do work this year. Rookie of the year, Luka Doncic for sure. Um, I definitely think he's gonna that, that the flow of the Mavs offense is gonna look really good, and I, I I'm excited to see him with Dennis Dennis Smith Jr. I think it's gonna be incredible. Now, I'm not saying this guy's gonna be rookie of the year, but I'm telling you right now who's gonna be most compelling because I think he's gonna piss a lot of people off <laughs> as a rookie this year. I'm gonna say Grayson Allen with the Jazz. He is gonna piss off. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, Grayson Allen's gonna be pretty decent rookie. He's not gonna be the great rookie, but he's gonna be a pretty decent player. Like I say, he's gonna piss off some players. I'm not gonna. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's gonna win rookie of the year. I'm not saying he's not even gonna be top five or anything like that. But just keep an eye on him with the Jazz this year. I think he can. He could be a pretty decent piece to that group. That's just me. Just me. <laughs> but I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Luca. Literally. <laughs> but I'm gonna go. Uh, but far as coach of the year, 
I'm going to go with Pop only because I think he's going to really work hard. I mean, it's going to be I think it's going to be one of his interesting coaching jobs this year, getting this group together to go to playoffs. I think the, the voters will see how hard he worked, and I think he'll get coach of the year at least this year. And that's just me. I, I can kind of see that or whatever. I think, actually, I think this is Pop's last season. Yeah, I have a gut feeling too. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else left for him to prove. I mean, he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. I mean, there's nothing yeah. else nothing else for him to prove. I mean, just, yeah, and he must be wife, you know what I'm saying, man? Yeah. Like, he's dealing with some stuff in there. Yeah, and he's got to get ready for the USA basketball team as well. You know, with the Summer and Olympics. And then he lost, you know, no one's talking about losing Manu and Tony Parker, who were like sons to him. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's like, man, you look around that locker room, there's no one there with you anymore. Yeah. So I think this is good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I would, now, as far as our last question, uh, the, I'm sure everyone's picking the Warriors, I'm assuming. Is that right? To win the championship? Oh, oh, or is there somebody that doesn't want to see that? Is there anybody else that feels different? <laughs> no, I think Golden State wins it 4-1 over Boston. Mm, 4-1 over. I'm going to go against the grain and take Boston, man. I'm, I'm going to just go out there and say they can switch in their bodies. I'm going to go Boston. You're going Celtics winning the championship. Mm, seven. Yeah, I, think I think their record is going to be the reason why they have home court advantage, and that's how they're going to ultimately get it. Ooh. Nick? <laughs> that's a great prediction there. Nick? <laughs> myself and i'm gonna have them against the celtics i, I mean I, I don't think the sixers are quite there yet i mean i mean i like the Sixers, but they're not quite there yet in my opinion so i'm just gonna go celtics and i'm gonna go warriors uh probably in six i'm not gonna say five because i think the celtics i think brad stevens is gonna have these guys believe and play as hard as they can against that golden state warriors team um i, I, I think their effort will be strong but i think warriors will figure it out in their last championship hurrah I think this is it. I think this would be their last championship, at least with Durant. So, that's for sure. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Ah, 
But everyone, uh, thank you all. So wait, oh wait, before anything else you guys want to say before we get off, uh, Antonio, I'll start yeah, with well, you. Yeah, well, I want to, I want to take a moment. Oh, Chris, let's go ahead. Congratulate, yeah, let's let's congratulate Antonio, man, on this uh this this life changing experience that he's about to to you know embark on with the new baby coming or whatever. So I just wanted to take a moment and congratulate you on that. You know, it, it's a great thing to hear that your soldiers are marching. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so uh, I look forward to seeing what your hair looks like in about two or three years. You know, it's all nice and trimmed and cut now. It's gonna be gray hairline. I'll be receding. <laughs> oh man! Congrats, congrats, congrats! Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Chris, man. It's uh, it's gonna be a journey. First one, so I'm just feeling no one is stepping. I'm definitely happy for it, excited for it. Hey man, ain't no manual. You know what I'm saying? You just you know, parenting is man. Father is instinctive. You just kind of do it. Mm. Yeah, man. Anything else you like? Anything you like to add, uh, other than um, anything like that at all? Uh, no, go Lakers. All right. Nick? Uh, let's just go ahead and, uh, you know, get this, get these deals made. You know, Rich Paul, you on the horn, you know what I'm saying? Uh, get these things done for Fisdale, New York, you know what I'm saying? I'm tired. I ain't got, I ain't got time for it. Let's get this thing going. <laughs> so I get my, my going. the Hornets at all. That's interesting. I won't I don't want to like take right. nobody. Right. <laughs> nobody. And the Kemba, I'm, I'm ready for to see what happens with Kemba Walker after this season. It's gonna be quite interesting what happens with him. Mm, that would be the poor man's Kyrie Irving, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't mind having him on my side. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was gonna make his way to Alonzo. everyone uh never want to say thank you all for listening to this nba preview podcast i think we did this uh some great justice 
And uh, the season is upon us, y'all. Uh, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Enjoy the NBA season. Nice doubleheader. Sixers, Sixers Celtics and Thunder Warriors. And LeBron season starts Thursday night on the road against the Blazers on TNT. Them. <laughs> well, you that, guys have a good evening. Uh, yes. Everyone have a good evening. Thank you all for listening. Uh, care if you all listen to us next time. Subscribe, like, comment, give us some stars. Thank you all. <laughs>